Hello everybody and welcome to The Real Ill Show, where we keep it real for you. Yeah. Welcome back to your favorite podcast about working out. This episode, Wait, what? Yeah, it's it's about working out, right? It's about working out now? All right. Okay. Welcome back to your favorite bro philosophical podcast that sometimes, most of the times, all the time, we talk about working out. That's yeah, that's better. actually true. That's not better. We reference it at least a hundred times every episode. Well, I have a pleasant surprise for you today. Today, we're going to be talking exclusively about working out. How's that? Exclusively? Exclusively. Oh, that's going to be dope. It will be dope. Welcome to the first episode of The Real O Show for 2021. Also, it's a very special episode because it's Will's birthday today. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, my man. Right. So this is actually take two of the podcast um, because I I cut take one uh, in the middle of a conversation because I really wanted to make a cup of tea. Um, so let's... Very uh, useful information. Yeah, that's useful information. So today we'll be talking about how to deal with setbacks in your training. Oh, you're going to get a lot of uh, verified advice. You're going to get a lot of verified advice, very scientific approved advice. Yeah. Um, take it with a grain of salt. Well, with a, a whole handful of salt because we're not... Maybe a cup of seawater. cup of seawater, yeah. Because we're not scientifically qualified or medically qualified we are street qualified or anything really yeah we we have uh we have just a, a bunch of experience working out and so uh we're gonna speak from that experience all right so the reason i got inspired for the theme of today's episode is because well obviously this year like this year last year the global pandemic hit and the world shut down and with everything shutting down, the gym shut down too. And that disastrous. Uh, disastrous. You know, it's it's a big trauma. It is. And um, a lot of people's workouts and training and lives got affected by not being able to go to the gym to work out. Because mm-hmm. people train for different purposes. People train. For, some people train just to be fit. Some people train so they can burn off the calories from the cake day yesterday. Um, people train for competitions. Some people do it because it helps their mental health. And it 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 may seem like a dumb thing, like a small thing to to think about as a tragedy. Tragedy. You may think like, oh, big deal. The gyms are shut down. But you know. Working out has a, a big effect on the human mind. And so the reason I got inspired to come up with this topic out of my ass was that <laughs> I started <laughs> I started thinking about how... Where did it come from again, man? I, I didn't get that. What was that last one? <laughs> I put it out of my ass. That place. All right, yeah. So... The reason um, I decided to, to, to talk about this today is because I kind of um, did a, a look, a, a looked back on 2020 in terms of working out. And so we were talking about it before, but I'll tell you my story about my training story for, for 2020 and all the lessons learned and whatever. But yeah. so you know that 
um, I used to be training mainly calisthenics. If you don't know what calisthenics is, it's pretty much working out. That's your word for never working out your calves and doing a bunch of pull-ups. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's a it's a word for not training legs and being and doing lots of pull-ups. But yeah, yeah, calisthenics is like yeah, it's it's bodyweight stuff with bars, rings, whatever. You ground, use. ground, yeah, gravity. And I was really into calisthenics. So remember when we met at first, I was kind of a like your classic bodybuilding bro kind of guy. I was doing the whole shebang with Monday, chest day. You were doing the, you were doing the classic Arnold shit. Like uh, Arnold says, Monday, uh, uh, bench, uh, sorry, uh, chest and try. That's what you would be doing. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. I was I was I was literally pulling up workouts from Arnold's books. So, but when we met, and then we started training, and like you obviously have always been like a calisthenics guru, a master. Yeah, I was like, let me show you this this gravity thing. It, it's a new it's a new thing, man. It's it's gonna it's gonna rip you up. Yeah. Um. So like, I gradually started getting into calisthenics, and and training calisthenics became my main way of training. Um, I would always hit the bars, uh, I would always hit the rings and whatever. So I only used to go to the gym when it was really cold. So I would train from early spring to kind of earlyish winter outside because uh, I, I used to hate working out in the cold, in the wind, in the rain, in the dark. I used to hate that shit. Why so, is that? Why? Well, Why are you hating? Well, um, can we can we save that for a bit later because I, I have a, a reference for it okay yeah yeah continue all right so my cycle of training was calisthenics all the way the entire time when it was okay to go outside when it was pleasant weather it was nice and warm and then when but you the, would never you'd never work out at home no you would never do calisthenics never, at home. no no I, I, oh, okay. I, I also have a reference for that later too okay so I used to, um, yeah, so when, when the cold hit, I would sign up for a gym and then I would spend the winter like a bear hibernating in the gym. And I would go back to like kind of a mixture of powerlifting and classic bodybuilding shit. Um, so that was like my cycle of training. That was it all the time, all the time, all the time. Because I used to like really have a big love for calisthenics. I still do. But something came into my life that... I fell, in, I fell in love with more than calisthenics. And that thing was powerlifting. I always, like, since I, I started training, the thing in training that I was the best at, like, the, the thing I personally was the best at was powerlifting. It was lifting heavy weights. was lifting, pulling a heavy deadlift, pulling a, doing a heavy squat, uh, benching. And it's like anything that can injure your lower back. Anything that can fuck up your lower back, pretty much, yeah. 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 So that was the no, thing. That's the stuff. Yeah, that was the thing I was the best at. And last year, 2019, when I went back to my winter hibernation mode when I was training in the in the gym, I started like structuring my workouts to be very powerlifting oriented. So I would I would do. I would spend like 70% of my workout deadlifting and then a couple of days later, 70% of it squatting, 70% of it benching and whatever. And I was really like enjoying the progress. I was really enjoying the feeling of heavy weight. I was enjoying the strength I was getting. And then I kind of was like, you know what? I'm going to make a full on switch to powerlifting. Uh, and it doesn't matter 
if it's summer or winter, I'm going to be doing powerlifting. And then that was like maybe October of 2019 when I started getting into powerlifting. And then I started researching a lot about powerlifting, how to do the proper lifts, how to do accessory movements, how to train to get stronger at the main lifts. Bunch of huge people with beards on YouTube. A bunch of huge beards and with huge beards with people. <laughs> a bunch of huge people <laughs> with beards. Yeah, yeah, classic stuff. And yeah, so I got into powerlifting a lot. I started buying all the equipment. I bought like proper powerlifting. What do you What do you got at home now? As powerlifting equipment. Yeah. Oh, I do you have... got a do you, do you got the whole thing the the rack and the... no 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 you no. Don't, you... no 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 I'm talking about sorry no equipment no equipment is in weights and racks and stuff but like accessories you wear ah, accessories All yeah right. so, so what, what, what do you got I have a rear like genuine leather powerlifting belt uh, I have power that's the thing that protects you from fucking up your lower back. It, it, it's, it protects you, but m the main purpose of a belt, so there's a, this big misconception that the belt protects your back. That's the main okay. purpose of the belt. I mean, it does protect your back. But the main purpose of the belt is when you're, so in your classic movements, in your classic like bodybuilding or calisthenics or whatever, normally when you're doing a rep, you would like pull your, like take take a breath, and then when you push or when you pull, like you let the breath out. Okay. In part on the on the negative part of the exercise, you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. In powerlifting, there's this thing that's called the Valsava maneuver, which is pretty much you take as much as breath as you can in your body, and then you brace with your stomach. So you use your core to brace. So you, you like you, your brace. Imagine like you're trying, someone's about to punch you in the stomach and you, and you like, definitely. And you tighten up. You tighten up. That's what bracing is. Yeah. So in powerlifting, right. you take a huge breath and then you brace. So okay. when you're wearing a belt, the belt is on, over your stomach. And right. when you brace, you're able to generate much force, much more force than you're able to do it without the belt. That's the main game of the belt. It's generating more force because you have a tighter space. You still hold the same amount of breath, but when you brace, all of that pressure gets locked by the belt, and it does protect your lower back. So that's the reason. I see. But yeah, I have. So, so the belt doesn't really help you much if you don't do the the breath uh, tightening thing. Nope, nope. You if you don't do the breath and you don't brace, the belt has almost zero purpose. I see. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much it, and yeah. But but you look but you look you look scary if you got the belt on, right? You look scary. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of a street reputation in the gym. Street rap, yeah. You you can get a little bit of you know eyes on you. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, and I, I have all sorts of equipment. I have powerlifting shoes, which are the, what's special about powerlifting shoes. My shoes specifically, they have a completely flat sole. Um, because when you're lifting, you want your f entire foot to be in contact with the gr with the floor, so sure. you don't have any disbalances, so you can generate more force. Um, my... So you never you never lift barefooted. Um, I Is used that not a thing? I used to before I got my shoes, but the shoes are so good, I don't do it anymore. Okay. Yeah, but you can right. you don't need to spend money on shoes. You can totally lift barefooted. Um, All right. And.
I have knee sleeves. Uh, those are just a bunch of sleeves that I put over my knees when I squat. Their purpose is they kind of protect your knees and they give you a tiny little bit of a, because they're elastic. So they give you a little bit of a, a like a bounce when you're coming out of the, of the hole with the squat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they I protect the joints. They protect the joints. All right. And I have lifting straps. I just put them on my hands when I'm pulling heavy and the grip becomes an issue. So they just like pretty much you tie yourself to the bar. I have choke. I have uh, choke. I, you, you put, I never wear gloves in the gym. I just kind of think that's, a, I, I never, I, it's weird for me. I don't like wearing gloves. So I like to use choke instead. I have ammonia, which is, uh, ammonia is a substance where you, it, it's very pungent. It's got a very strong scent. So when you smell it, it gives you a bit of an adrenaline rush. So when you hype yourself up for, for a big lift, you take a little sniff and like you, your head explodes. Like you, you go into like an adrenaline shock for like five seconds. You get, you gave me that once when we were, yeah. when I was over there right before the, the COVID situation. Yeah. And, and I was like, holy shit. Like that, that thing can wake you up if you're asleep. Like, like that. It's yeah. going to wake you up. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And yeah, and I yeah. have like all sorts of other shit. So, but yeah, like, um, so yeah, I was talking about, yeah, I, I bought all of this, all of this equipment and I was really like, like powerlifting got me like so hyped. Um, it, I, I started eating oriented towards my uh, powerlifting. I started sleeping more, I started drinking more. I was just loving it so much and I was making really good progress for you right it felt right it felt right yeah it just yeah that, that that's a very important thing like people people miss out that thing that where something needs to click something just needs to feel right like for me callous thanks feels right i love it like for you you had to fiddle a bit you had to try a, a, a few stuff until you, you you got the you got the hang of it and you're like that's my thing like powerlifting is what i what i want to do because that fits me right yeah, yeah, that was it. I had to try a little bit, a little bit of a different, you know, different take on training. But yeah, I'm, so yeah, powerlifting was going great. It was just flying. My progress was flying. I was, I was, my form was good. I was really into into training. I even met uh, at the gym I was training. I met a guy who used to compete in powerlifting back in the day. Oh really? Yeah, and and like we, like I was training with him like in the mornings, and we used to talk, and he was talking to me about competitions and amateur competitions. I found an amateur competition, and I was training to go to the amateur meet. Just because, like, his advice was like, you should just go and do a, a competition just to see what's it like. Because he's like, it's really fun, it's really nice, it's a it's a very friendly community. Um, much the same for a calisthenics amateur thing because it's not really like i would say powerlifting is more of an official sport than calisthenics is i think i think they're both taken equally seriously by the rest of the world as real sports i mean yeah, one, but, one is lifting heavy shit the other one is pulling yourself up on a bar Let's... yeah yeah but but um what about what about uh that event i think it's called the arnold classic yeah. The Arnold Classic is a big event. Like, like, it, it's a well, it's semi-famous event. Yeah, but you know, there's there's no equivalent for calisthenics. Yeah. So I would say, nah, I would definitely put powerlifting uh, above calisthenics uh, in terms of popularity. But anyway, my my point was like these little amateur meets. 
that uh, this guy talked about. Uh, uh, safer calisthenics. I've been to a couple of those, and they're, they're really fun. You just, you meet a lot of people. Uh, you you're obviously all obsessed about the same thing. Uh, in in my case, you you don't train calves at all. So it's, it's just a fun thing to you know to go to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was I was really I was really looking forward to going to a competition and meeting more people that are into powerlifting, getting more advice and more knowledge. And then, lo and behold, everything shut down. The gyms shut down, and I, I was whole country shut down. The whole country shut down, and there is nowhere for me to train. And so my the initial way I handled it at first was pretty bad. So. I don't remember when the gym shut down. I think it was like around March. So yeah, let's say March, the gym shut down. And I, during March, I hit my peak training of powerlifting. Uh, Your top-notch form. It was top-notch form. I was feeling strong. I was looking strong. I was eating really well, sleeping really well. Training was going amazing. I was pulling crazy numbers for me. Uh, with crazy good form and it just felt so good every workout felt amazing so it was a bit of a, a little bit of a heartbreaking experience when the gym shut down because i was so in love with it i mean i still am but that was like the peak of my love for powerlifting so the way i handled right. my training was i kind of stopped training altogether um I, I, like immediately from like day one it it, it almost felt like a probably is i don't know a depression um did you did you not train at all like how long did that last well so i so this is how it was right so at first this is the phase one i, I was into the, the phase, phase one, one. Phase <laughs> this one. is this is gonna sound like uh like you're describing a, a drug experience like phase one phase one, phase one <laughs> the yeah. tingling phase <laughs> So face was the, the denial the denial oh denial. this is going to be over in two weeks so <laughs> don't worry about it phase one was like kind of like denial right so it was like yeah this is going to yeah. be a week i'm going to take a week off for training come back stronger that's and... that, that's weird because like that that's the same thought that goes through my mind every time something uh something unexpected interferes with my workout regime or schedule like for example like currently i, I have a little bit of an injury that prevents me from uh doing calisthenics and whatever crossed uh the first thought that crossed my mind was like okay one week break or like one week off you know yeah like off, like to rest to rest like that's the first thing i start thinking about all right rest <laughs> Yeah, I always yeah. think about it as a week too. I always felt like, oh, this is gonna blow over in a week. This this whole exactly. coronavirus is gonna be a week to quarantine, whatever. And it's then, like your mind cannot process anything uh, lasting further than that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I was like, during that week, um, the first week of lockdown, working from home, I wasn't really moving much. I was eating loads of junk food and shit. I, I had no motivation to eat whole foods and meat and like all the stuff i was eating before that i just ate whatever you know i would order food i would order like a burger or like a bunch of sushi i ate whatever i wanted um i was staying up late i didn't care about my sleep anymore like it seemed it, it kind of felt like when powerlifting went away all of this drive to do this complimentary stuff for powerlifting such as 
good sleep. And structure is gone. Yeah, it's like the structure. Yeah, it's like a house you know? of cards. You know, like it, it's exactly. Like someone pulled someone pulled the, the the bottom card, and everyone went to hell. You're so right because like all of these accessory work, as you said, like the well, it's not accessory. It's like it's very important. But like let's say the the lifting is the main thing, right? And all the other stuff just complements it. But like it's all just one nice structure. Like if you got the core, which is the lifting part, right? Excuse me. If you got the core, which is the lifting part, and then you start uh, uh, doing the diet, and then you start uh, following a, a sleep schedule in order to. When did you wake up to do the workout? Was it like seven a.m., six a.m., something like that? No, I was six a.m. I was up at six a.m. That's that's crazy. So to yeah, do, to do a to do a power lifting workout folks yeah. that's not your that's not your regular jog in the park uh when the sun is going up that's pulling some heavy ass weight off the ground screaming like a fucking gorilla in the gym when yeah. no one is around and yeah. most of the people are sleeping anyway yeah so, so yeah i used to wake up i used to so the, i used to wake up at six um and then i would have uh i would make my breakfast i would have some pre-boiled eggs the day before so i don't have to cook them have my breakfast sit around for like 10 more minutes exactly to digest Ex and go to the gym exactly that's what i'm talking about like you had all this structure and the whole thing just like you said as a pack of cards it was it was looking beautiful and it was standing on its feet and it was it was it was looking good it was working for you yep. right yep. yeah yeah as soon as you get a structure in and some rhythm starts going on amazing stuff can happen like uh i'm just gonna trail off a little bit uh i read uh, i was reading a book it was a couple of years ago i think uh it was a prison book it was an experience of a uh, of a guy in prison uh, well he uh, he mentioned an interesting thing uh, which was that a lot of things in prison happen uh in in a schedule like most of the things happen in a schedule you sleep at this time you wake up at this time you eat between this time and that time and uh the human body is very well designed to follow a schedule like you easily slip into something that has structure and formality and time scheduling right but the mind wants to get away right yeah but in your case, you had that perfect balance where you wanted to do all of that thing because it was great for your for your powerlifting, right? And yeah. the 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 sleep schedule and the and the food and everything else complemented that and you know boosted your results. Uh, it's great. It it's a hard thing to follow a structure like that because, uh, for example, I get bored easily, but uh, but it, it if you stick with it. Amazing things can happen. Yeah, that's 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 why that's why I said it was. I just felt like it was peaking because, exactly. I like, I, when I went to, in also I was at, I was in bed at like ten p.m., which is I I, I, I think ever since the lockdown started, I think like the earliest I've gone to bed is like one a.m. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, so I was at bed at like ten p.m sleep for like eight hours i was drinking a lot of water i was eating really good food like food that worked for me personally um i was doing foam rolling and stretching every night before bed i had such a good routine and when the when the powerlifting part went away when the gyms got closed i had no desire to do any of that 
I had no desire to do home workouts, and this is my my reference for working out at home. I right. hate working out in my house. I right. I fucking hate it. Um, but but did, is it because of COVID or before no, before no. The... It's always been like that. It's always I've always right. hated it. I don't like working out in my house because I don't know. Like this is like like my room. Like it's like I have my computer in my room. And I sleep in my room. I do my work in my room. I do my entertainment in my room. Like I play games. I talk you to need, my friends. You need a different actual physical space. Yeah, you need an actual yeah. physical space it where you click. dedicate yeah. it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Click. Click. I try. I, I try working out. Uh, so yeah, this is like this is the reason why I don't work out at home and I can't work out at home. It just does not work for me personally. I have zero motivation to do it at home. It's, I I don't enjoy it. I do it halfway through. So I was kind of like when when the gym shut down, I was like kind of trying to like so yeah the the week one the tingling phase phase one of like the you know denial shut is, down shut down yeah. everything, everything is gonna yeah. be okay in a week or whatever, and I thought okay so if if it carries on I'm just gonna I, this is like a lie I told myself I'm gonna like work out from my room I'm gonna do I'm gonna pick an exercise max out on it pick another one max out on it whatever. Mm-hmm. The first time I tried it, um, it was fucking horrible. So, um, you know that I have a twenty kilogram kettlebell that sits under my desk. Its its main function is as a stand for your legs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Th- this dump this this kettlebell is a perfect like my my feet are literally on it right now. Uh, I rest my legs on it. I honestly, hey, honestly, I got a I got one. And my feet are on it right now. I, I, I got this got this great tip from you, man. Hey, guys, if you want to buy a stand for your feet and you want it to cost a lot of money, just Ket- buy a kettlebell, Ket- 20 kettlebell. kilos. It's so yeah. it's so comfortable. It's so fucking comfortable. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And you can put your foot in the, inside the hook. That's what they do. do. That's what they do. That's what they do. Exactly, man. It's great. It's so good. And yeah, and yeah so I took the kettlebell out under from under my desk and it didn't work out with it and it, it fucking sucked the whole workout sucked yeah okay so week two right week two i'm still reminiscing about uh powerlifting like a missing girlfriend and i was like okay i've got my rings it's time to go back to the good old calisthenics days but i tried to like kind of like i don't know I'd, I went out with the rings, I put them, and I did this, like, 50% effort mentally and physically workouts. I just was, like, I, I, all, I all I could think about when I was in the rings was powerlifting. Um, Your heart wasn't in. Yeah, my heart wasn't in. All I think about was powerlifting. Then, okay, cool. I was, like, I have a bike, and, you know, I used to ride my bike a lot because, you know, we went from London to Paris on bikes uh, last year. Um, yeah. So I started like doing like after work, I would take my bike out and I would do a 25, 30 kilometer, like just a casual ride. Um, it's it, a casual ride. Yeah, yeah. Thirty kilometers is nothing on a bike. It's it, it takes like an hour. It's 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 not oh, okay. Maybe a little bit more than an hour. It's it's not it's nothing major. Um, but do you do you do you have a constant speed on? Like, do you maintain a constant yeah, yeah, speed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I go really fast. I go like 26, 27 kilometers per hour. Ah, so you, so you're sweating on it. Yeah, 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 sweating on it. But the reason, right. so the reason I actually rode the bike was because 
I could get you had on, to do something. I had I had to do something, and also like the bike was just after after like doing so much training for that big ride from London to Paris, the bike was very easy for me. Um, I had no right. problems with anything anything regarding the bike. So I would just put my earphones in, listen to music, and blast 30 kilometers and come back. And the reason I did it was just because it just felt quicker to pass the time, and I, I could tick the box that I worked out for the day. That's the only reason. Um, I, I, I like cycling, but I don't really have a passion for it. it I really do enjoy cycling, though. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, I kind of went back into sort of like semi-depression, semi-half-ass workouts. I let the bike go. I wasn't really training on the bike anymore. I was like, I was kind of like pulling out the rings from time to time, trying to get a little workout in because it was cold outside and and whatever. Okay, so this is the other reference I have. It's about why I don't like working out when it's cold or uncomfortable outside. I never just like um, enjoyed it. I just always thought about uh, like I've always got used to just working out in nice weather or in a like nice, uh, well maintained gym, like warm gym. I don't know. Yeah, um, just a, a closed area. Closed area. Yeah. yeah. Or like if it's like nice and sunny outside. Um, so that's like when I when I was like, I, that's why I never liked working out outside because it just kind of felt like oh it's windy, it's rainy, or it's cold, or it's dark. And it's just like yeah, fuck it, no way. Uncomfortable, like I, I can pitch, I can pitch in here because you know me, I I regularly work out in sub-zero temperatures and uh, temperatures close to, you know, freezing, uh, freezing temperature and stuff like that. I work out at uh, in the cold, and um, early on, I figured out a couple things about working out in the cold. Uh, first of all, uh, the uncomfortable part, it's. Uh, some people get used to it. Some people never get used to it. You know, it's it's just one of those things. I have Second, a story of transitioning. Ooh. Yeah, no, no fin right. finish your thing. I'll tell you how I transition. Okay. Uh, th that's one thing. Like some people just never get comfortable with uh, working out in the cold. Uh, another thing is it's always easier with a buddy or a friend of yours. Like if you go... If if you work out outside, let's say you're going to say it's not a workout, uh, in 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 the way me and you would picture it. Say it's just a jog, a light run. It it's way better if you got a buddy, right? Or or if you're gonna go to the pull up bars, it's way better if you got someone over there who you can share the experience with. Because if you're gonna do it alone, it's a little bit depressing looking at it from an angle, but at the same time, you wouldn't be as motivated because, uh, to be honest, working out in the cold is never going to be optimal in, in my personal experience. Because, say, uh, it, it, in the summer, I could do a set of 40 pull-ups and max out, or even 45 pull-ups and max out, and I wouldn't care about anything that's going on around me. Do that in the winter? No fucking way, man. Like, you're not going to do that uh, because your mind is already battling with the uncomfortable situation, which is being out in the cold. Second of all, um, people don't layer up. Like, that. that's my number one tip when you go out and train in the cold is layer the fuck up. I put a, a compression uh, shirt on, and then I put a T-shirt, then I put a sweater, and then I put a, a light jacket. 
right? I take out the jacket at the bars, and I'm saying, let's say it's five degrees Celsius. That's what I would be wearing. Um, and uh, just wear regular trousers. Uh, and, and good shoes, like you need solid shoes with good base uh, that's going to keep your feet away from the ground because the ground is very cold and your feet are... Uh, it, it Just put a little bit of padding between the ground and your feet because uh, it trusts... I think, this is bro science shit again, I think keeping your feet isolated and away from the ground is uh, is a sure way to stay warm. And um, I just found a way to work around with that uncomfortable situation, you know. And as soon as I, f uh, I found a way to feel a little bit more comfortable in that weather, uh, I just got the hang of it and uh, it was no problem for me. And uh, to uh, uh, to talk about the, uh, the thing you said that you just prefer uh, working out in a closed set, in a closed environment. When I'm with you in the gym, one thing I noticed about myself is because uh, I stopped going to gyms maybe for the past two years. I, don't re I go to gym gyms, but very irregularly, like once or twice every two months. Uh, I noticed that I'm short of breath when I'm inside yeah. uh, because I'm so used to working out outside where I can take as much breath as I want without uh, sniffing uh, someone's balls or sweat or whatever yeah. uh, in a semi-ventilated area. I, When I'm inside the gym with you, uh, I sweat like a pig, first of all. And second of all, I just cannot find enough breath to get in that closed space. Uh, that's what I noticed. Other than that, I'm not opposed to gyms. I've worked out at gyms loads of times. I still love going to the gym from time uh, from time to time. It's just that I prefer the outside, even if it's uncomfortable. I don't care. Yeah. Like when it's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, coming coming back to to the phases, I was just um, even like when when the first lockdown happened, it happened with good weather. So I really didn't have an excuse not to train outside on the rings, but right. I just kept latching on to powerlifting in my mind every time and i was just waiting for the gyms to reopen i was doing the bare minimum workouts i could do just so i don't like even though you had that like all right obviously the, the 20 kilo kettlebell is not gonna give you a powerlifting pro uh workout no. but it is a it's a free weight and it's not it is substantial well like like 20 kilos you can do stuff with 20 kilos like if it was 10 stuff, kilos yeah. yeah you can do some stuff with 20 kilos right you can do some stuff uh, yeah but it's like it's like in my mind it was like nah you can't nah fuck that it's nothing you just didn't want to get that thing no. out uh, out from beneath your desk and get it outside right no no, no i didn't i didn't want to um right okay so yeah so that like this half as workouts carried on until i don't know from march until july maybe and july is when they lifted the the hardcore lockdown so they reopened the gyms and man oh man was i happy i rushed into the gym on the day it opened i went to a, a random gym because my local gym wasn't wasn't still open i went to a completely mm -hmm. random gym i went in and holy shit was i happy I was one happy camper buddy i'll tell you that i loved it i was like i went in and i was like smiling or like i was this close to shedding tears of joy 
and I had an amazing workout and instantly, instantly, everything came back. The food came back, the water came back, right. the sleep came back, the stretching came back, the rolling, the recovery, every yeah. single thing just came back from one As I said, that was, that, that, that was the core of your, of your whole structure. That was the yep. core. And as soon as you got that core back, everything else kind of aligns and falls in its place, you know? Everything came right. back and I was feeling great. I was feeling amazing. And then July, we had the gyms open. August, we had the gyms open. We had them open in September and then October and everything was going great, hitting good numbers, hitting good weights and whatever. And then, sorry, up until October. And then October, COVID cases rose up again. Bam. They shut down the gyms again for a month, I think. So there was no gyms for a month. So right. during that month, so that was November, and it was already pretty cold, pretty shitty outside. But this time, I am... This time I was like... I, I had that experience from the summer of not, of like doing this like 50% workouts and this 50% bullshit and I was kind of like I just don't want to go through that again because it's gonna make me depressed it's gonna make me not enjoy working out agitated yeah. agitated so I decided I'm gonna make a mindset mind shift change mindset ugh, mindset shift and right and and the way I put it in my head was okay, the gyms are closed. I I just came back from I just spent all this time working to recover my strength to where it used to be before the first lockdown. But I can't I can't do powerlifting for a month. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna go back to these like little tiny workouts again and feel shitty about myself and eat junk food all the time and not sleep? Or am I gonna make a shift in my mindset and work with what I have and fully commit to it. So this is like like where I had like a, a, a conversation with myself and I was like, I need to change my mindset because if I keep on latching onto powerlifting, if like a needy guy that his girl broke up with him and, and all I do is like, oh my God, I miss her so much. Life doesn't make any sense anymore. I'm not going to be helping myself at all. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck fuck it. I'm just going to move into calisthenics. Um, and I went outside in the cold, put my rings up, and it was cold. And it was raining a little bit, like typical UK shitty weather. And I just warmed up nicely. So I, was, I wasn't wearing too many layers. I was wearing shorts with like some leggings and, and a t-shirt with a hoodie. I warmed up with a skipper rope. Um, I got so warm, I took, like, I was just wearing a t-shirt and I had a great workout and it felt amazing. It felt amazing because mm -hmm. the workout felt great. And because I went into the workout with a mindset, I'm, I'm going in for a calisthenics workout outside. Um, I'm able to do it. It's not, it's not that scary. I'm not, I'm not going to die from the cold or from the rain. And as soon as I warmed up, I really enjoyed it. And I came back home and it was great. It, it felt great. Everything was okay. And then... Oh. How you had that conversation with yourself where you just um, shifted your, your your whole mentality about it, where your your first approach was like, all right, this shit will do when the gyms are closed, I guess. That was your mentality going for that workout, yeah. which left you unmotivated. Uh, your results were poor. You weren't giving even 50% effort. And you, you were feeling shitty because you were constantly thinking about that, uh, you know, the gyms. 
But if if we go back to the uh, the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned how like whenever something interrupts our workout schedule, we just think about it as a as a rest week, you know, as a light week or a rest week. You just flip that mindset when it, when the gyms close in the UK. When you go, okay, I guess it's a calisthenics month now. It's the same principle. It is just not a week. It's a month and it's not a rest, but it's something else. But it's the same shift in the mindset, you know? Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I was, I just like, I had, like, like I said, I had this very, um, just serious conversation with myself and I was like, okay, you, I need to make a conscious choice here and commit to it. Um, so yeah, I did that workout. It felt great. And then I just kept going back in. I just kept getting outside and uh, I started working out um on my lunch break some weekends doesn't matter and at some point like when you go outside in the cold you just kind of start enjoying the cold because you're like exactly you know you start enjoying it it's nice because you know like you don't even feel shitty walking to whatever you're gonna your location is to work out because yeah i walk out i'm wearing like i'm not even putting that many layers on I take the skip rope, I skip for like five minutes, I'm really warm, and then I just take, I just go, we just shirt, with a shirt and shorts and, and leggings, and then I do the workout, and it feels amazing, and I, I get creative with like, I just, you know, I would use like this parking dividers thing to do dip zone, or row zone, and pull out my rings, I bought a bunch of uh boxing gloves and some pads, and I made a makeshift boxing bag, and started training my shots, because I was like, okay, so I don't have the opportunity to train. I think that was like the key thing. I don't have the opportunity to train powerlifting anymore or temporarily or whatever for an indefinite amount of time. But I do have the opportunity to get to learn how to throw better shots or combinations. Or I have the opportunity to uh, get my calisthenics strength back up. So I just saw it as an opportunity. And working out in the cold. It, it's actually nice. I really enjoy it now because this is very refreshing and cooling. It's refreshing and cooling. Yeah. And because there's this whole in the world of bodybuilding and training and fitness in general, there's this whole, um, like, you know, we've talked about it before, this, this whole bullshit that, you know, baseball every day, be a savage or whatever. But how can you be a savage? if you cannot go outside in the cold and train that's not really being a savage or an animal that's being a little bitch if if you're gonna be if you claim to be a savage and you claim to go beast mode you should be able to train anywhere at any time it doesn't matter if it's cold or rainy if you want to get it done if you truly believe you're a savage it doesn't matter like nothing matters it doesn't matter if the gyms are closed it doesn't matter if you can't power lift, it doesn't matter if it's cold or hot outside, you just get it done. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, you know? No excuses, man. That's no, the thing. No excuses. So that's that's the biggest mind shift I made for my training that really changed the way I feel about working out, the way I feel during working out. Um so yeah, like so after that month of training calisthenics and, and whatever, they reopened the gym for I think the whole so they reop they lifted the lockdown again. They reopened the gyms. They said they will be open all December, but they only kept them around for a couple of weeks. And then during the couple of weeks, I went to the gym and I was doing powerlifting. But the it it wasn't like the first time when I went to do powerlifting because the first time I came back to the gyms when they were open, 
I was kind of depressed that like I wasn't doing powerlifting and then everything came back after the workout. My mood came back. My, 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 my appetite for good food came back. My, my sleep came back. It wasn't like that the second time they reopened because I had all of those things already because it already changed my mindset. mindset. So when I went into the gym, I was still giving it like 100% powerlifting. I was still loving it. It was still making me happy. But my my love for working out in general wasn't affected. It was still there because I just had this realization that it's pretty powerful realization that um, working out is about working out. It's not about powerlifting. It's not about calisthenics. It's not about it's about exactly. it's about training it's movement. It's movement. It's... it's getting stronger, and you can you can work with whatever you have. And oh, sure. it, it takes, yeah. even if it's something uncomfortable, like I said, like I was like very uncomfortable with training outside in the cold, in the rain, you can get over it. It's, you just have to commit to it a few times and you can get over it. And then from getting over it, you, it becomes like you love it because it's just, it gives you like a little bit of a confidence boost when you get out to train in the cold. Because you, you feel good about yourself because you, you can you can obviously see that it's cold and shitty outside, but you're out there doing the work anyway. And it gives you like a like like this power boost. You're like, shit, yeah, man, I'm fucking it, it, it's cold and it's raining, whatever. But, but I'm, I'm here. I'm doing the work. Yeah, I'm dope. I'm, yeah, I'm getting that money. I'm here getting money. And and that's it. So that's why that's what that was my biggest mind shift. My, what is mind shift, mindset shift that, mm -hmm. that really changed the way mind shift works too yeah mind shift yeah and yeah that's that's pretty much the story and uh about my experiences with dealing set with setbacks this uh during the pandemic yeah that, that's so true man because i like how you 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 went through the phases of the yeah we, we joke about these phases but they're real phases like yeah. you deny it at first and then you try to um you you try to confront it and just completely not deal with it and just go you know what i'm not gonna deal with this i'm just gonna ignore the problem and just not do do something else but then you realize but it's not really your love for powerlifting, it's your love for movement. It's for your love for working out. And it's not something that's specific to the sport of powerlifting, but it's more of your, your just overall enjoyment of, uh, of working out. And then you realize, you know what? I can just pour that enjoyment into whatever other uh, activity I prefer. And you chose like let's say you chose calisthenics and then you did some sort of uh, shots work, some boxing stuff, and uh, you just found a way to work around it by not sacrificing your uh, your happiness for that, you know, which is which is awesome. That's that's a great realization to have. Yeah, and it's like you lose some things, you know, like with your specific way of training, like you know. Um, you lose strength on your lifts and you may lose, you lose specificity. That, that's specificity, what you lose. Yeah. You lose specificity because like, um, uh, you become kind like you kind of become a jack of all trades because like, you do your biking thing. You do your boxing, you do calisthenics, you do a little bit of powerlifting. You become a little bit of a jack of all trades, master of none. Right. And that's not very, mm, accepted in, especially in the West, like, uh, for example, in, back home in Bulgaria, uh, 
people applaud you if you can do a lot of things. Like if you can pay the house, but you're a programmer at the same time and you're a great cook. And at the same time, you can uh, do 20 pull-ups, for example, right? That's a few skills, a few talents, which are great. But I've noticed like when I lived in the UK, like people applaud the guy that's the master at something, right? Like that one thing. Yeah. And yeah, you could lose your strength, um, strength, right? But you increase your injury prevention, right? Yeah, you always, increase your always, endurance. Yeah. You're getting money. You're getting money. It's just not, it's just not dollars. It's pounds. But yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't You're getting matter, money. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so yeah, like yeah, you lose some strength. If you lose some size, because obviously you know bigger weights make you bigger because they provide more resistance than body weight training. But at the same time, like you gain, like like now, like with with me training uh, on my punches, my shots, like it's, right. it's 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 very nice, like to see improvement, like on my speed or my technique. Is the same thing with pull ups or with sprints, um, or with dips or like any tricks, like on the on the rings. So you you lose some stuff, you know. You 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 can have your cake and eat it too. You can be, sure. uh, you can have the gym shut down, but you still be an like amazing powerlifter, and at the same time be an amazing calisthenics athlete. Um, yeah. You can be like a long distance runner that can also lift heavy weights, but it's it's fine because you still have to you still have something you can be really good at. And I think that's that's very important to realize that if if it's going to be best at what you love most, yeah, right? Yeah. So like when 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 you lose something, like don't change your entire, like don't don't let it don't let it consume you. Don't let it just sit down and think about oh my Tilt god, you, yeah. you know oh my god, I used to be so strong, I used to be so big, and now the gyms aren't working, and I. And it's cold outside and i don't want to train just see it as an opportunity because you know you could be like okay the gyms are shut down um i'm gonna lose some size i'm gonna lose some strength but that's okay i don't give a shit. what i'm gonna gain is i'm gonna gain some endurance i'm gonna gain uh i'm gonna lose a bunch of fat because you know you know be like doing some more intense workouts outside i can become more explosive there's a million things you can see is yeah there's a million opportunities there's million exactly yeah. as you said there's there's new opportunities around the corner all the time uh and and you get to pick and choose right yeah you you, you don't you don't want to do body body weight squats for example don't do body weight squats yeah do, uh, do like, sprints spo spoiler alert body weight squats don't do shit so yeah they, they don't do shit yeah like they might help you to eat in a third world country or something like that because they eat on the ground, right? They always reference that thing. Like, you know, right? Like, they always reference, like, you need to have a great squat because uh, monkeys and uh, back in the day, like, where millions of years of evolution, we were first eating on the ground. I was like, <laughs> like, why not just sit on the ground? Like, why do I have to squat as the grass every single time? Like, do you think that cave people, like, around the fire, were like, yo, maintain proper posture. Ask the grass, bro. Ask the grass while they're eating an antelope or a babbit or whatever. <laughs> no. 
No, no, listen, listen. Maybe, maybe the, maybe like back in, back in those days, <laughs> maybe the ground was like cold and wet and shit. So they didn't like get their their asses wet and stuff. So maybe well, somebody leaves the grass on that shit, man. Come on now. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> so where were we? we? Had like a, a brief pause. Yeah, we were asked to go. Right, we're talking about like caveman scolding nasty grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not talking about. It. I'm just. I'm just making a, a, a reference where, you, like, you said, the body weight squats don't do shit. And, yeah, they don't. Uh, yeah. For men. For women too. They they're just completely useless. You you won't grow you stre- strength you for. You, no, no, no. Strength wise, yeah, strength wise, they're completely useful. Don't don't you think they're they're good for you though? I don't think so. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my opinion. I don't think so. Like right. they can be useful to like one point when you hit I don't know, like how seventy five. Like, yeah, how like you're gonna do like two thousand squats a day every day? That's not realistic. Yeah, that's not realistic. Yeah, so yeah, like that's what I think. But I mean, you could. But what about pistol squats? Do you like pistol squats? I like pistol squats, but I don't do them because I the, so I don't do them because the main reason is. When I'm training a move that I am not able to do it with, so it's really important to do pistol squats with good technique because you can fuck up your sure. knees really bad if you don't do it properly. And sure. um, I have this long-standing habit of skipping progression training and going for the move itself. So especially, especially for the pistol squats. Especially for pistol squats. So I don't do pistol squats because I know myself very well, and I realize that I'll skip the progression training and I'll do them unprepared, and I'll probably injure myself, and then I won't be able to do many things because I have a fucked up knee. So that's like the, real squats. <laughs> yeah, like real squats. Yeah. So that's the reason I don't do pistol squats. Pistol squats are good though. If you if you if you have the technique for it and you're very careful, pistol squats are really good. Plus, they look really cool. I, I can vouch for that. They're, they're a great uh, party trick, if you if I can say so myself. Uh, I, I used to do pistol squats with shit form. At some point, I, I kind of fixed my form, but then I kind of stopped doing pistol squats. And now, as you said, I'm just exactly like you. I'm just going to skip all the progressions, man. I'm not going to do the fucking squats quad on the wall stuff and hold i'm just gonna go like can i do it or not yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it, yeah. And, and it's and it's and it's so stupid because i'm not a novice uh calisthenics guy at all and i know that you have to do the proper uh first warm-up and then you have to do the mobility work there's a lot of mobility when it comes to the um with the pistol squat uh especially dorsiflexion but um i'm just gonna i'm i'm just not gonna be patient enough Unless I really put my mind to it, you know. Yeah. But that's the thing that comes with experience. Like, you, you realize things about yourself and you, you change some stuff. You can change some stuff uh, right now, maybe in the future. But uh, that's just the reality of it. That's the reality, yeah. Right. So looking back at a year of 2020, how do you feel about the whole year of working out? Say if you gotta put it on a scale from one to ten, what what number would you give it? I would say. I, I think it was like maybe like a, between a six and a seven. And the main reason is it's, exactly how I feel too. Yeah, man. I think it's the reason it was between a six and a seven is just because of these gaps I had when I was just kind of like 
not 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 fully doing it i was affected by the gyms being closed and reminiscing about powerlifting um but the yeah so that's why i would say if 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 i had the that mindset from the beginning of the year um and i would probably rate it like an eight or a nine because like all my workouts have been going well i've been like making good progression everywhere but yeah like just because of those periods of just do, doing shitty or not not working out or not sleeping and not eating properly that's like i would just like lower the score i, I would rate the because the, the pandemic didn't really hit me as much but i can vouch for the not working out at home thing because i've started my whole workout journey by working out at home at first calisthenic thing push-ups and uh body weight squats and uh, uh sit-ups and your basic army training really at home and never had a problem working out at home until the pandemic the, but when the pandemic hit I was working fine at home for the first four weeks. And after that, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand doing a single push-up at home because you do everything at home. You're like a prisoner in a cell. And at the time, parks were closed. You couldn't go to a pull-up bar park on, on the pull-up bars and work out uh, in Bulgaria. It wasn't allowed. So we... I, I'm not a runner. I don't like running and I don't own a bike like you do, but I do have some kettlebells. I started doing some kettlebell swings and stuff, but that got old too. And then I did this, uh, you know me, I do some crazy, stupid uh, workouts. I started because I live on the fifth floor. I started going to the first floor carrying two 20 kilogram kettlebells and walking up and down the stairs. And that's just, playing dumb but it was a good workout and that got old too and then i'm like oh man I, I can't stand working out at home again fortunately for me they reopened the the uh, the public parks and i could go and do my calisthenic stuff there but later that year um around november started getting some nagging injuries in my right shoulder particularly and I would, I would rate the year as a seven just because of my overall performance, really. I don't really felt that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on top of my game, really, to be honest. Now, the 2020 wasn't a good year for working out for me, definitely. And I'm trying to focus now 2021 on not doubling down as much, but introducing a lot more mobility, stretching, injury prevention into my routine into my schedule cleaning up my diet a little bit and dropping some weight because uh when i reach the point of almost 90 kilos that's a heavy for a calisthenics guy that you really have it and it it, it it's training your joints and uh because i do a lot of repetitions uh on the bars and i feel like i need to drop weight so based on all those things i would rate it as a six possibly a seven somewhere between six and seven just because i'm not really um uh, feeling my my game to be uh, uh to be top notch yeah same same i just you know and all these little setbacks that like like the main reason I, all these setbacks that i really gave into them 
Um, so yeah, me giving into these kind of um, yeah affected my training. So that's why I would say I'm between like a six and a seven. But yeah, you're right about uh, focusing on mobility and stretching a lot because we're not 20 years old anymore. We can't get away with the shit we used to get away. We, we used to say we used to say fuck mobility as yeah. and stretching, yeah. but but you you wise up after a while and you, wise up, uh, yeah. you, you just realize these joints they're not like they're not made from adamantium. They're they're just they're just joints that they they're gonna fuck up, especially if you do a lot of repetitive a lot of. Uh, repetitive movements that uh, you enjoy that you do all the fucking time like if you never introduce variety like me and you we like to talk how uh, we pick one or two exercises and we stick with those yeah sw- we gotta switch that up a little bit like yeah pick one or two exercises for a workout but mix it up a notch from time to time because a lot of repetitive movements it's it's just stressful on the joints uh that's that's how i personally feel right now yeah 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 same yeah you have to you have to because yeah we're not we're not 20 year olds anymore we used to get away with the shit all the time but when you start getting injuries easier and you start feeling pain you just kind of think about you know what maybe i should like do a little bit of mobility a little bit of stretching exactly just just see if that works out Uh, did we hit the 50 minute mark yeah we're like 10 minutes past it Ah, awesome. Yeah. All right, man. I think we can wrap it up right about we, now. We can wrap it up right now. Yeah, so thank you for, for listening. And this this episode is, is pretty, it's dedicated to anyone that had to deal with any setbacks uh, when it comes to working out training this year. Especially like, yeah, uh, this year. Yeah, like Myra said last, in the last episode, um, that if you have a, an intense situation in life and you have to face it, go for a workout and 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 get a really nice workout train your ass off and then come back to that situation um so i think that really resonates with how much exercise and training affects our mental health and for a lot of us yeah a lot of us that are really into it it's our therapy um it's what we need to function so um, I dedicate this episode to anyone, everyone I know. I know some friends that like completely stopped working out this year because they just felt really down from the quarantine and gyms not being not being open and stuff. Um, so yeah, anyone this this episode is dedicated for anyone that likes to train but they couldn't train and it really affected them. Um, try to make that mind shift change. Mind fuck um, mind shift. I'm just going on mind shift. Trying to make that mind shift, try try to f- let go of whatever is holding you back, and go out in the cold, go out in the dark, go out in the rain, commit to it, train to it, and start enjoying the process. Enjoy the cold, enjoy the rain. Take pride because you know you've done it, and then things will fall into order, like naturally. And yeah, that's what happened to me. And I think. Um, yeah, it, it can happen for anyone anywhere. Solid. 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 So thank you for listening to the episode. Um, let us know on Instagram um, how your ears has been working out between 1 and 10. We'd love to hear you. And as always, if you'd like to be a guest on the show and come talk shit with us, just hit us up on Instagram. Uh, Will's working on a website, which is coming soon. 
I'm calling you out publicly now. Um, and yeah. I'm ready, yeah. Until next time. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye.